0: Han just got back from Vietnam, and he's really getting Han back from Vietnam. K-Han's back, back. That's on been his, my
1: nickname my whole life, Han from Vietnam. Han
0: from Vietnam. He's back on his BS, and uh, so he's just, what? you know, getting Hold on, though. you know?
1: This guy, you're kind of hot right now in the city. Pause. <laughs> like, this guy is doing mad. How many, like, what? how many guests are we up, Are you up to now at this oh, point?
0: Oh, man, we, we got uh, 26, 25, something around there.
1: Oh, my. Let, let me tell you, this, can I, can I guess you up right now? Dude. can I guess let me just gas you let thing, me gas yeah, yeah. my man up right now uh six months ago no almost a year ago I didn't even know who this guy was That's true. and this is just goes to show you persist persistency persistency he's, persistency is, is that, that a word, word? <laughs> bro I've been in Vietnam for a month <laughs> like man said, he's learned he's, he's learning. English. English. we learned in English, he's learned in English. <laughs> <laughs> this shows you the power of persistence he's trying to get a meeting with me Kev and Mike whatever and, yeah. then, and then you know it's just the it's not that we curve people but there's just so many different priorities I got that comes I got so many so I didn't actually meet him till months after his initial request and initially did you ask for a podcast
0: no man I don't even know what I asked for initially I just I went out and I tried to find the the, the best content creators in Vancouver Which? and then I so I just DM you know self hired brand because i've seen self-hired since 2009 doing the music videos yeah, or whatever that's all kev val that's you know doing the music videos and, uh, i can't take
1: any credit for that
0: well but. i mean straight and so i just i was like oh these guys mainstay in vancouver iconic vancouver brand you know so i just i try to go for the best in whatever whatever situation i'm trying to get into and i'll just just
1: hop on those dms you know that's 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 and, and let me tell you so <laughs> he goes from that then we somehow talked about the idea of a podcast. Yeah. I was doing self portraits at the time. Well,
0: no, you know what it was. We did a commercial first. We did a, we yes, did the dad yes, hats. yes, yes,
1: yes. We we were doing the hats. Yeah, and, um, and so then the we're blog, somewhere yes. in between that. And then the, and then the initiative too. So sometimes it just takes a lot of initiative too. So if you come with an idea to somebody, like if I brought you an idea. It's just an idea until I say, well, this is my steps. These are my plans and stuff. And that's what Josh did, man. He came with the idea of the podcast. Next thing you know, we're, we're looking at studios. We signed a contract. We got the studio. Yeah. And then you're off to the races. Now I don't even, I can't even get on the show anymore. I don't even know, who are, who are you, man? I know, man.
0: We came up with the initial idea. We're like, yeah, yeah, we'll have a couple guests on. And then most of the time, we'll just be me and Kahan just chopping it up, whatever bullshit. And then we'll get the team on there. And it'll just no, be a little fun no. thing. Next thing you know, we got, you know, iconic DJs. We have mainstay artists. We have entrepreneurs in the city. Like, really, like, when you think of Vancouver, like, Van City, Van City original sponsors okay. us now. Yeah, That's that, the most iconic Vancouver This brand. is all
1: within just months months we're we're not even that deep into the podcast and uh, you've really shown uh an adaptive skill to to be a good interviewer listener and um just like i remember we were talking about the other day it was just kind of a a name we were throwing around as the voice of the city and i think that's kind of what we always wanted as self-hired brand we just wanted to be a platform for anyone who was doing anything in the city that was uh creative or cool or anything and Naturally, that just happened, and, and yeah. I, I've been able to step back and watch it all happen because there's just so many things going on with self hired now that it's, uh, it's kind of overwhelming, but super. But shout out to the team that you guys put together. We've put together. We put together. We talking about um, yeah. Shout shout out everybody else
0: because I don't even know. See, <laughs> see see he, He's been gone on a month. I'm behind the scenes.
1: I'm really behind the scenes. So if so. we if
0: we grow, we've grown so much exponentially over like four or five months. In this last month has been the most exponential growth. Yeah. And this guy's been over in Vietnam, you know, in hanging out in rice paddy fields and shit. That's a fact. That's, That's not even a joke. I see the Instagram stories, not bro. Even I know. Fact. Like it's so funny. You. So I'll get to that in a second. We'll, we'll get the that shots in a second. But. This, Shut- guy, this, this guy's like, this guy's like on his phone, and he's either like Nipsey Hustle racks in the middle with some rice fields, and then the next day will be on his phone in the jungle with like some Vietnam folk music okay, or something listen, like that. Listen,
1: the reason I do that is because when i go when i go back to vietnam people think i'm like a traveler I like you know the people who do instagram travel blogs and stuff i'm not a traveler i only travel to one place all the time yeah. It's my country, home country, right <laughs> and and when when i say that people laugh cuz you know you kind of be like the motherland motherland yeah, yeah, but they yeah, don't yeah. realize because i'm raised here but my roots are so embedded in my country like my majority of my family is over there all everything i have is situated Just connected, over there yeah. and so when i go back it's it's like a big it's like a big family reunion North kind yourself. of thing. North the I'm from south. the south. I'm from, from the, the, south. the south. But okay. this time, i tell you, I got to go... Uh, because I brought my mom and my sister and my brother-in-law and stuff. So we did a lot of the the tourist things. So we traveled to tourist destinations yeah. and whatnot, right? Yeah. But I... You know, I'm not that... Privy with, or I'm not that adept with the social media. He's not, you and, just got an iPhone the
0: other day, but first time. I, I ju-
1: <laughs> but I really wanted to show people like the way I see Vietnam, the beauty right. of it, right? Right, right. The beauty of the country and the people. But I wanted to see it through a modern lens because you know I'm from B Town and I'm from <laughs> Burnaby from up. City. And then yeah. Just so I always need to show you like, hey, this is like Vietnam, but then like through the way I interpret it. And that's why I have the music and stuff. And you know, oh my God. You know sometimes people make stories and you write a bunch of things in the story. Yeah. I just wanted to show no, what do you call it? Filters, no, no filters. fucking nothing. Just yeah. this is it. And and I wanted to show, like I was ble- I'm blessed to have family there. So I'm able to see like all sides of it. So from yeah. the rice paddy, like you said, like you know how sometimes there's stereotypical jokes like rice paddies, tunnels, and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I really was like my family owns a, a little a plot of land. Plot of land that yeah, yeah, is a yeah. rice paddy, right? Yeah, yeah And yeah. then everything from that into the really, really lavish beach resorts yeah, to the yeah. loud karaoke bars and all that. So that's one thing I was blessed with, or I'm always blessed with, mm-hmm. this to see that.
0: See, that's cute. That's cute, and that's amazing. I don't mean to you know downplay yeah. that, but like this guy be like doing that with the nipsey with the rap and then they do the folk music with the Viet- vietnamese that's me whatever and that's like super you know that's that's you and then you'll be like i don't know who's filming you but you'll be like out in the streets with these like Gucci slippers on or Jordan's on or some yeah, shit and you be like mama says I'm gonna get jacked and shit but she doesn't know I came up on Ed's. On, no on Edmonds, she doesn't man, know so. like here's the
1: thing like old, old old, Vietnamese people and I think this is not just Vietnam this is like Mexico this yeah, is anywhere that. people really think that you'll get pickpocketed which is probably true but you know like I ain't the one to play with like anywhere I go I'm still not the one to play with
0: <laughs> you know what I mean come on now stop so, playing anyways uh, um, yeah Yeah. So to uh, I I I digress. The team. The team. Yes. The team. The team. The team. So the the team has grown exponentially as it has, you know, with with Cellfire over the past years. But I mean, it was just myself, Val, who happens, who does all the operations, all the mics, the sound. Shout out to Val. Shout out to Val. Uh, Val's here right now, Um, setting up all the camera angles, all the white balances, all that stuff. Kevin Wong kevin wong who produces the whole thing cuts up the clips as well all that stuff does the actual branding of it and then kevin han who does started off as the first guest and the interviewer and you know has had multiple appearances now and all this stuff and he'll do all the actually finding the clips and going through so that's happening too we have naomi who does the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. naomi does all the you know the meet and greets what's going on how you doing all this stuff with you know the pre and the post podcast people don't know we'll shout do, out to naomi shout out to naomi a, uh, a great young talent um we'll do a two-hour podcast and we'll have an hour conversation before that and then a two-hour uh, hour conversation after that so there's like you know, we'll get to the studio at 5 o'clock and then we'll leave there at 11. Go yeah. get pho real quick. And, and shit, we should even get her to film that. Make that, yeah, yeah she should come to pho. Anyways, um, so shout-out to Naomi. Yeah. Uh, Mike's working behind the scenes, all our IT. All the, Mike is essentially, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the, uh, the Jewish guy in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Wolf of Wall Street?
1: I, I don't know Wall Street <laughs> that well. You don't know that?
0: I don't know. Whatever. He's, he, without, the, the world doesn't go around without Mike. Mike yeah. calculates the circumference and gets the winds going yeah, and all yeah. that type of stuff. So Mike um, cuts the
1: checks. Mike also, he also the cuts on. the
0: checks. He does also cut the checks. He, hey, listen, if you need any Excel uh, spreadsheet work, that's, that's your guy. That's a fact. And if, if you need to double up your business, that's also your guy. That's a fact. You know, so uh, th- there's the business acumen. is him. And then I'm just yeah. the dumbass that shows up and talks for two hours and then I go home. So, you know, everyone's like, hey, hey, Joss, how do I start a podcast? And I'm honestly like, listen, I have no freaking clue. Because these guys do all the work. And I just, I do a little oh, research. Don't, don't downplay. I, I, just listen, don't I, downplay just, I just show up. I just show up. I run downplay. my mouth and that's it. No,
1: no, no. Don't downplay mm. it. We, we're, gonna, we're just going to keep gassing each other here. <laughs> um, if, <clears throat> if someone comes in and wants to use our production resources, because that's really initially all that we we have or had to offer, mm-hmm. is just the production Hold experience. up, I'm so sorry.
0: Joe. Brianna. Brianna. Yes. I don't Brianna. Brianna, we ain't forget Brianna. about you. Brianna, because we got on a tangent there. I got yeah. yeah, so so Brianna's come on in the last, I don't know, 15 episodes or something like that, uh, and has literally, so as you guys know, as you've watched the podcast, she'll be Googling stuff in the background. She'll be fact-checking me. If we're on the podcast and I'm like, she's like, Josh, you're sounding like an idiot right now. She'll shoot me a quick text. If you've ever seen me look down on my phone, she's like, Brianna, she's like, oh, Josh, she does. I didn't shut know up about this. Or like you're making a fool of yourself here. Talk about this, and I'm like, I did oh. not know that. that I'm like, cool. I'm like, oh, sorry, Brianna, my bad. So she she really runs a show, uh, and then she does all the notes as well, cuts it up right there. So and then she also just supports, and uh, you know, a lot of the time people don't know we don't. A lot of time we don't even meet these guests. Like they'll reach out to us, or, or we will reach out to them and uh the and first w- time what's well, the
1: first time we met though first time is on the show literally on the show.
0: on the show and so if you know if we're doing shoots you know it's a large studio if we're doing other shoots and other rooms you know we're in and out like brianna holds the guests down like i can throw any i can throw any iconic person or any famous person in that room with Bree, and she's just gonna hold them down yes like that means something
1: yeah you She's know? definitely taking the leadership role. anyway so but what i what i'm trying to say is um factor in all these people is that to do anything you kind of have to have that self-initiative and yes to to come here and ask we get asked a lot of different things right from a lot of different people, people. and whether it's music whether it's corporate whether it's um, just to be on the show just to do this and that but the initiative like what I was saying that you did was you came with an idea and you executed so thoroughly that we just jumped on board with you. Yep. Had you had come with an idea and just kind of be reminded us every so f- often, that's going to get shelved, right? Because there's so much other things going on. Mm. And then especially in in the clothing business and, and what we do to to pay the bills through the music videos, through the corporate and stuff, those, those things have priority first. Of course. Do you know what I mean? They those have things to. have priority first. And then, um, but how the show kind of took center stage is just because um, there was such a, a huge outpour of people wanting to tell their story, people wanting to uh, promote whatever they're doing. And I think you did a great job of um, filtering what would represent Self Hired the best. Yeah. And uh, what, what, what do you think you've learned from the past 26, 25 guests that we've, we've had on? What do you think you've learned the most? Dude, you know what? And it's has it changed? Remember our first episode? And i said our opinions will change like we we try to sound like smart asses in the first episode oh, man. and has that changed since you've interviewed so many different people and had so many impressions on you
0: dude the number one takeaway is that like no matter what stage of life you're at you're what is most important at any stage of life or any dollar amount that's in your bank account or any you know whether people are coming up to like whatever your late <laughs> le- level of fame is if you're a genuine human at each one of those stages and you remain a genuine human and you actually care about people that, that that's gonna win it's that's like that is the key that is literally the key yeah. like having uh humility and humbleness and always so that's i, I put those two together mm-hmm. and then curiosity yo um cole walliser right so cole Walliser, cole, cole walliser was like one of our big like Famous, famous guest or whatever, right? Like like Hollywood, you know, Hollywood director, you know, he's, you know, Channing Tatum, Katy Perry, Pink, Mercedes-Benz, Revlon, like household names, right? And I literally like just, i am been a fan of him for a while because, you know, he's got a dope 1991 Mercedes-Benz, which I think is dope. And I just like comments like, yo, that's a dope car or something mm-hmm. like that. And he's just like, oh yeah, da, 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 and mentioned something about Vancouver. And I was like, yo, if you're ever in Vancouver, come up. But the point is, is like he had that, he was willing to have that exchange with essentially just, you know, a nobody. And he came up and had that exchange, had the podcast, brought his mom to the podcast, like had so much genuine conversation of just like what she's doing, what he's doing, how they're interacting, and then past the podcast, like yeah, he posted it, swipe up, all that stuff, amazing. Still to this day, like Trevor Noah just featured him on his uh, Instagram, Trevor Noah's got like, I don't know, 7 million followers or something, and I was like, and I just saw it, I was right on the gram, I saw like one minute ago, like tag Cole, I'm like, Cole, this is insane, like congratulations, dude. He's like, he's like, yeah, dude, I can't believe it, replies to me, yeah, dude, I can't believe it, da-da-da-da. If I hit him up in the DMs tomorrow, he will hit me back. If I'm like, hey, let's come do, come do a follow up podcast. Like, I don't know how busy he is, but if he wants to come do a follow up podcast, I guarantee he will give it the time of day, even if he can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that humbleness, like, it's like Mr. Martini, humbleness. Uh, Carmel Rodriguez, so humble. Josh Johnson, so humble. And at each one of those levels, if we're talking about what we're doing or how we're moving or people we're working with, they're all like actually compelled. Like, you can tell when someone's actually compelled yeah. and passionate about what they're talking about or passionate about what you're doing. That's so fucking cool. So, like, that is a constant throughout. And, it, like, it, it, I mean, listen, as a young guy, you're always trying to, like, you know, battle ignorance and it's yeah. just like, an yo, an ego. And ego. Yeah. So, it's like, it really, for me, it's just been like, dude, it does not matter where you're at. Number one priority. Number one. Be a good person. Help others. Be trustworthy, yeah. and the rest is gonna figure itself out, man. Honestly.
1: Yeah, um, I just want to kind of tell a little bit about what my observations has been since I've been on vacation for a month in a place like Vietnam, and traveling in a developing country. Just to kind of connect to what you're saying, is um, being in a place like that. Sure, there's there's the glitz and there's the glitz and glamour of people who are just you know, out to show live off and it. out to li- yeah. live it up. Um, but majority of the country, in, in a developing country like that, is, is v- It's very sobering. And I'm, I'm really, s- I mean that by saying this, is that when you're traveling through these parts, and you're seeing, and it's my own people, right? And anybody who knows me knows I care so much about my own <laughs> it's people, true. right? It's true. But when you're seeing people, you know, push their little cart trying to, you know, sell their corn or mangoes.
0: mangoes
1: or, you know, whatever they're selling. And then you see people on the street trying to just hustle you to buy a lottery ticket because that's version of begging pretty much yeah. selling lottery tickets is pretty much their version of begging for money yeah. um, so when you see all these things it's very sobering because coming from a place like Vancouver where you know it's 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 high society and I don't mean to take this away from anybody who's trying to do anything follow any of their dreams but it seems like especially being in our industry where it's media and social social media outlets and whatnot is that you come across a lot of up uh, Everyone wants to be somebody, yeah. and everybody is trying to do do something to get notoriety. Yeah. And that that self-validation that everyone craves, it kind of it it almost creates like such a bubble, where when you go into another part of the world where people are just their only motivation is hand and mouth, trying to feed themselves and feed the kids. Yeah, and you ever see those if you ever watch those travel shows and you see those people sit on the road and you don't need to understand the language you don't need to understand anything you can see it on their faces it tells their story
0: yeah
1: do you know what i mean and so when you're there you you just don't you don't have this like cloud of i need to puff myself up i need to be something more than i am or everybody's trying to do more than they can but they don't need to both bolster themselves mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and we do live in an age of social media we do live in an age of self-promotion and I, i'm not knocking anyone down for that i mean that's what we we do as a business yeah right yeah, but we're in that business what what i like about what you're saying is the m- people that's been on our show or the people that we look up to and we want to work with is um they have accomplished things there's no other reason they'd that's be, a good be on the show if they haven't right um in in whatever aspect they have but they remain this kind of genuineness where you don't feel like you're talking to somebody who thinks they're above you totally in, in fact they're they're on the show to teach something but they're on the show to also learn something and I think you do a great job of that is to extract that knowledge from them and create a conversation where everyone can learn something from
0: yeah man you got to peel back the layers of the onion right like you kind of have to and some people it's easier than others some people are really guarded and want to protect their brand other people are just like yeah, I'm here, I'm hanging out. This is a long form conversation, which is amazing, right? And you kind of get past that, those layers of, just like ego and insecurity, and then you kind of actually get to the shits, if you know what I mean, like you actually, and then you 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 occupy a space in someone's mind that you're, they're free and they're comfortable and they're flowing. They get in a flow state, and that's why I'm like, all right, well, guys, we gotta wrap this up, and they're kind of looking at me like, huh? Like, yeah. what? You know, yeah. like, I'm like, well, it's been two hours. Like, oh, shit, like, I thought it was 30 minutes. I thought this was a two-hour podcast. And I'm like, well, it was two hours, you know? And so they don't necessarily realize that, and when I get that look, when I'm, like, trying to wrap it up, and I say, like, That little, like, surprise. I'm like, that was a good one. You know, like, that's how you know because you got in that state or whatever. But to piggyback off what you just said with, you know, people coming on that have actually accomplished something, yes, that's totally true. And I think that a lot of what we do is trying to get reflection. Mm -hmm. And people that have accomplished on a certain level are reflecting back on those first 5, 10, 15 years. Um, And, you know, that's not to shit on the guys that are in the process because that's valuable too. Yeah. But I think we've taken a little bit of a different approach, but you know what? A lot of these guys are missing. Like, I can't even tell you how many DMs like you know, how, how many you get, I get, Kev gets, the self-hired just brand and company yeah. gets. Like, it's, I feel terrible, but like there's only a certain amount of weeks. And with that, there's something to be said about persistence. And to even go back even further where we were just talking about 10, 15 minutes ago was, how did this podcast even come to existence? Fucking persistence. persistence yeah. So come with a value proposition. And we get this with interns. I get this at, uh, at work all the time. I get it in the athletic world as well, coaching. And I also get it here in digital. It's like, yo, put me on, and, or yo, I should be on, or yo, come work with me, or take me on as a client or whatever. It's like, okay, hey, well, what are you about? And like, this needs to be a transaction. Like there's, there needs to be a give and take here. And yeah. you need to have a plan of attack. So, like, how do I make, like, I'm going to come to sell fire with a massive value proposition that they don't even really fully understand yet. But that's okay because we'll get there. Yeah. Like, but there is a plan of attack and then execute on a high level. You know, so it's like, come in, this is what I'm going to offer. And a lot of the time, it's, it's Gary Vee, it's jab, jab, hook, right? It's give, 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 then you get. give, 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 yeah. give, give, then you get. And then you need to understand that on a six-month scale, on a 12-month scale, on a five-year scale. Because right. what matters? Like, Do you want to be successful at 30 or 40? Does it matter to you? When you look back retrospectively, because all we're really trying to do is just minimize the amount of regrets we have on our deathbed. That's really when we live a uh, yeah, fulfilled life. Word. So it's like, oh man, I really should have not tried to weasel my way into that at, uh, at this age and actually just waited and got the resume or came and developed the value i can give uh and then give that two years later or three years later or four years later because there's a lot of things where you know you might get an opportunity you're not ready and you're just you're gonna lose it like you're gonna lose it like there's it's so many opportunities have come to me personally where i I was not ready for it and i i went and chased the people that are the best in different situations because that's what i do because i want to be the best so i put myself around the best and I'll go and I'll try to grab those people or those companies, and I put myself in situations where I'm like, oh, this is literally 20 levels higher than me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I need to jump up jump a couple first, the deep end. you know?
1: Do you, think, do you think people feel propelled these days to almost without a certain uh, art, without a certain field of knowledge or area of expertise, it's almost as if um, the societal pressures, peer pressures or whatever may have you is to be on a platform without actually just for the sake of being on a platform. That's a fucking good point. It's
0: because a super good for, point. let
1: me ask you, for example, you didn't right. come in <clears throat> knowing that you're going to be a podcast host. No. You just filled that void that we had. And then with just ambition and work ethic. Wanting to get better and consistently doing better. Well, that you have to deliver. Yeah.
0: There's no if, ands or buts. Like you, you, you have to deliver. Like yeah. there's no. Like if I came on and we did three episodes and we're all terrible, they'd be like, "Dawson, this, this is not gonna work out. Yeah. This is not your role. Yeah. This is not your lane. Like, you know, why are you in someone else's lane? Stay in your lane. There's no traffic in your lane. Like, stay in your lane. Yeah. Why are you doing?" But what, from what else? I
1: mean is, is does does it feel like to me? It seems a lot. Like now that I kind of have. A background role where I answer a lot of emails and I, I meet a lot of different people and not to take away from anybody who's an artist or whatnot but I do meet a lot of people who I, I question if they want a platform for the sake of having a platform
0: that's what you yeah. know and yeah.
1: It, it, there's a rom- for me it's there's a romanticism with kind of the old days where um, celebrity-ness or celebrity culture clout before there was a word clout but it was almost mysterious in a way and when you see them in interview that's like the reveal that you have but nowadays it's almost as if everyone has an opinion on everything and they everybody just needs to be heard this needs to be heard this needs to be heard and that's kind of scary because in a way you don't think you don't have a a core, solid moral, uh, core, solid ethics um, Mm. that come across you. Like the guests that we've had, you can almost see that there's a core value of ethics. Yeah. Core values that they have. And they communicate that. Whether it's wrong or right, whether we agree with it or our audience agree with it, but they really believe in their core value. Stand on uh,
0: ground that you can stand on. Exactly. Yeah, no, I totally agree. But I think, um, you know, with that, yeah that people want a platform, even if they don't necessarily deserve it. like this shit is earned like don't get it twisted like why do we have a large viewership or a listenership is because every time that you get that little notification like episode da 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 this person you're like, Holy shit, they got that person, or damn, I would really wanted to hear what that person says. It's yeah. not like or maybe it's or maybe they don't know that person, but within the first 10 or 15 minutes, they're like, oh, this is why this person is here, right? So it's like we wanna continually surprise and innovate even though we don't, like this isn't a MMA podcast, this isn't a business podcast, this isn't a self-help podcast. It's very broad in terms of we're just getting underneath the skin and the layers of thought of highly skilled professionals and getting into that. But notice that word, highly skilled professionals. And you don't need a degree to be considered a highly skilled professional you just need to have put in the time and the hours and once you once you really truly have gotten to that level you you just talk about preparedness is once you're there you have man i don't want to get too crazy but you've manifested that energy in a sense where these things will just start coming to you yeah like you know, I wasn't ready to be in this position, you know, uh, two years ago, this would be a disaster, right? So you had to, I had to constantly Hone and skill and craft conversation skills. Am I a good listener? No, I was a terrible listener. Now I'm a way better listener. I'm, I guarantee that my girlfriend loves me more because I listen more after doing, you know, 30 episodes of this podcast. You know what I mean? So it's like these are skills that are being constantly honed and crafted, and I have to get to a certain level in order to even ask for a certain opportunity. Like I'm not going to go ahead, okay, so, you know, we know this person, which no, who knows, you know, uh, a Gary Vee or knows Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Or knows Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Like we're not there yet, but we're gonna we're gonna get there. Yeah. But we know our lane, so it's like, okay, let's craft our skills to here. Craft our skills to here. Craft our skills to here. Oh, now we're well rounded, and we have the production team. Our host is good enough. Let's ne- okay. Now let's go for it. Yeah. Not like oh, you know, I just started doing this, or I'm three months into this, or I'm a couple of weeks into this. Put me on your platform. No, 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 no reps man yeah. go to the gym
1: reps what what are some of the comments that you've been getting about the show and what are, what are kind of the questions that come through from uh, people that listen to, to the guests that we have
0: well most so we have a competitive advantage uh, the competitive advantage is that podcasts are relatively new um, this platform has not been explored yet so a lot of the time when we have noteworthy guests on they haven't had that opportunity to speak In elongated form so just simply based off the fact that they haven't had that chance yet it's gonna sound amazing cuz like oh wow you know I've never heard such-and-such person DJ flip out I only ever hear him on the radio Mm -hmm. or in little three-minute interviews I've never heard him talk for two hours like I had no idea I've gained so much respect for this person so just based off the uh, the type of content that we're doing we have a competitive advantage and then the other comment that I get is just like I'm constantly trying to get better, as you know, as you can you know, speak to from being a trainer. Um, and so my vision, you know, sometimes I've gone, I've gone research intensive, other times I've just gone 100% on a riff and been like, fuck it. Like I love the whole not meeting a guest and just jumping in and being yeah. like, this might work out, but it might not, and I like that excitement. Yeah. Um, but you know what, like I'm trying to always think about the listener and what they wanna hear. And how they want to consume information and and if we can really have a great value add and I think we've just been really lucky and you know I consume podcasts like crazy and trying to take things from different people and different interviewer styles and different uh, narratives of podcasts and I think I'm just lucky in that I think I've found a conversation flow or an intuition for conversation that goes well with um, the listener so back to the comments that I've gotten is like I love that when you're talking, or when you're in the midst of a conversation, you might ask the question that I'm thinking in my head. Okay. That is That's the important. highest compliment, is the highest compliment, man, because I want to, inli- like, in the moment, I want you to be so into what you're hearing in your earbuds, or your AirPods or whatever, that you feel like you're sitting there and you yeah. wanna jump up and say, okay, Carmel, but what about this? Yeah. Or, you know, okay, so-and-so, what about this? Or, or when you worked with this person, did you think this? Or when you got thrown into this situation, didn't you have these doubts? And it's like just to be able to kind of have that intuition through reps, you know, um, that has been very, very valuable. So that's definitely the comment that I've gotten. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. Every episode is scary, you know? Why so? Dude, we're at a point now where you can't fuck up with guests. You can't fuck up with guests. Well,
1: wait. <laughs>
0: like, you know, like we'll have you know Jam from Toronto, or we'll have Flip Out on. And if I have a terrible conversation, we'll flip out. But I'm not gonna be able to sleep for a week. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. and then I'll have to have a conversation with Kevin, be so like, Kev, we can't, we can't put it out. Yeah. And then I can't go back to Flip Out. I mean, I'm sorry, I, I was such a bad host. Can you come back
1: on? No, no, no. I can't do that. No, so
0: no, we're no. at a point where it's like, man, if you shoot your shot, it has to go in now. Yeah. It yeah. has to go in.
1: Well, let me ask you this, what has been the most practical thing that you think our listeners or someone wh- like yourself and me who absorb pop podcasts of all kinds, um, just to, for self-improvement, for um, whatever task, whatever uh, skill we want to get better at, what has been the most practical pieces of uh, advice that you've come across of mm-hmm. throughout the podcast?
0: You Out know, of th- all the guests. Out of all the guests, I'm really sorry. I don't know who said it, but I remember it very vividly. I remember the message. Um, we've had so many amazing guests on, it's actually ridiculous. But th- we had a conversation. Fuck, who was it with? My God. Sorry, whoever, I'm stealing your words. Um, but Just, the message was so amazing. The message was, you have a battle between your kind of like emotional self and your logical self. And those two are going at it to try to get the best outcome out of your life. And so that was a really cool contrast to say, okay, like I have two, two sides of my brain that are working against each other. And then within that housing, and I'm, I'm totally slaughtering how this was said and I apologize, but again, emotional self, your logical self, your emotional self wants to eat the piece of cake. Your logical self goes well. N- no, like I'm going to sleep. I don't need that food. I'm I'm full, yeah. right? And then within that housing, within that framing, is those two are working together or working against each other, and they're creating an archetype, which is really interesting in terms of like, you know, oh, was it Carmel? It might have been Carmel. I think it's Carmel. I think it's Carmel. Because, uh, when I you think said Carmel. About the,
1: the, the nutrition thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's
0: it. Um, shout out Carmel. We could can, we can play it back. Yeah, we'll play it back. We'll, we'll Some, play it back someone on actually. YouTube will find it. Um, anyways, and so within that, you have an archetype. And then I think what she was saying was that you, once you establish what you are, who you are, what your identity is, and how you want to move, and, and the, the image that you want to portray, you, yes, it was totally Carmel. Um, you start to do everything within that archetype, and you start to really move and craft your, your lane within that archetype. archetype and then what you don't realize is that you're really just you know you're you're playing a movie character and so i was asking her a lot about staying disciplined and you know continuing to be this super athletic hot role model that has two kids that are amazing kids an amazing husband all this mm-hmm. stuff like you're playing into this role and this this person that i see you as is instagram star or star in general business owner all this stuff and she's just like yeah but i try really hard to to you know jump out of that narrative mm-hmm. and i just play that back for the average person like okay so you have your two you know uh into your uh your emotional self your logical self that creates an archetype of who you are as a person and then it then moves throughout this narrative of life and i'm like man i should really try to break the narrative of my life you know so i hate being pigeonholed into one like right now so the podcast is popping yeah so far it's popping so now i'm the podcast guy yeah i don't want to be the damn podcast guy you know so i'm trying to find a way to break that narrative Mm -hmm. like you know i want to I'm literally, I had a meeting today uh, uh, with a future, hopefully a future podcast guest, and I was like, I asked her, I was like, with the person that you've researched me to be, what would the exact opposite of that person do? Because I'm just gonna go ahead and do the exact opposite, because I just wanna throw people for a loop, because I don't want necessarily to be pigeonholed, you know what I'm saying? So Carmel definitely said that. Yeah,
1: can I just interrupt real quick? Um, Just to piggyback on what you said, you gotta check out um, Robert Greene's new book, Laws of human nature, because that that right there is exactly what uh, he kind of elaborates on. Is uh, everybody has a, a fantasy about themselves, yeah. and that fantasy actually helps you um, helps you comes comes to come to grips with because. Every day you are faced with that right. that battle, like you said, with emotional and logic. Yeah. And in order for you to kind of come come to terms with yourself, is that you're telling you're constantly telling yourself a story. So whether if you're if you're an addict, whether you're uh, an abusive husband, or you're a pro basketball player, you're yeah. a tiger mom, you're telling yourself this story every day in order for you to get by.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, yeah. in in some ways that's good because you need you need that self. You need that vision for yourself, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in other ways, it can be destructive, right? Like you right. constantly, I'm an addict, or I'm no good, or I'm this and that. And you yeah. constantly tell yourself that story. So everybody has this kind of fantasy, whether it's good or bad, and they're just living in that fantasy in order to kind of get by every day. So, I mean, it's uh, more eloquently said, and it's more elaborate in uh, this book. So I definitely, definitely would recommend that.
0: that. That's so true, bro. You know what? I was just... uh you know, for those that have come up in, in terrible situations, you start treating yourself like a second-class citizen,
1: yeah. and then
0: you manifest a second-class citizen life yeah. for yourself because that's what you have to always told yourself, yeah. right? So I always talk about that internal voice. Yeah.
1: Or the opposite. You become super opposite. egotistic be- to compensate for, yes. for that life that where you felt um, de- dehumanized.
0: Yeah, man, just crafting your own narrative is such a such an interesting thing to like, you know, we play mind games on ourselves all the time, but it's got to be interesting for you from a directing standpoint, because for those that don't know, like Kevin Hahn is the guy behind all the self porches that you may or may not have seen. We, I mean, they wrapped up season one, and I think season two is coming. I don't know. We want to talk about that in a it's sec.
1: Com- it's coming. It's and coming. It's, it's, it's like this. Um... So self-portraits—it's like, it's like this. It's like this. Self-portraits <laughs> was the precursor to the ThinkSpace podcast. Yes. And how that came about was, it was strictly my idea. F- f- for see, this is all I. This is all I ever contribute to the team. <laughs> just, I just sit around. This is about to be a lie. And this is about to be a lie. I just come up with ideas, and I have no idea how they're gonna, how it's gonna pan out, how it's gonna work out how timing, scheduling is going to work out, how budgets is going to work out. I just sit with Kev and Mike, I say, yo, I got this idea. <laughs> right? that That's all I do. I'm just like, you know, what, because I was kicking it with Kev for like a year and then I just slowly just come up with ideas. Well, you guys already started a podcast, right? No. My no, bad. we didn't. We we had a show called, and I remember saying this in our one of our first episodes was our first ever podcast yeah. episode. So we had a show call, called Off the Cuff and that was going to be like kind of like the podcast it was like a Larry King style interview <laughs> <laughs> and I have footage of it it's, it's not whack but I was just but it's so also not out right now so. <laughs> it's not out for a reason and, and this is this is gonna answer your question of why why we don't have a season two for self portraits yet um, because you, you come up with an idea you bring the concept to production yes and then you realize oh shit it's not as good as I thought it would be or <laughs> oh shit the timing takes too long or or you or you realize oh man like um, this is gonna need a lot more work right yeah so that got shelved and that idea became self portraits so self portraits it was away from me thinking that okay how do we promote the clothes so at the time we had these jerseys I believe mm. so I wanted to pr- promote the clothes but I wanted to bring that I wanted other people to promote it for us through just their lifestyle. So really use the the idea of the self 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 self-hired brand where you're, you know, you're self-motivated, you're self-empowered and just kind of document that. And then because, you know, we like we have create creative minds, we just it became a tangent and I'm like, what if I could do like a one minute documentary story on that person, put some cool music with it and and have them narrated it and the the way I can get them narrate to narrate it, I would interview them
0: first, right. yeah. and
1: then just take clips of take it. The, so it, that's definitely. what it became, right. and that was great. Except uh, except
0: the interviews were three hours long.
1: The interview sometimes hour three clip. hour for a one minute clip, yeah. and then I need to send the team back to get all the B roll. Yeah. So that takes weeks, yeah. and so we've we've shot a lot, and we still have some in the deck, and not that it's it's shelved or anything now we're gonna kind of revamp the concept but this is how things happen and this is how break it down Break it down. this is how like you know sometimes you listen to an interview of your favorite singer or artist or rap artist or whatever right. and and you wonder like yeah where is that second album where is that yeah. collab album yeah. and stuff and then now I realize why things don't, don't come always out. come out because there's yeah. things that happen so boom the podcast kind of takes center stage boom the new hoodies have Bruh. to be produced or yeah. they're in production. So then that takes Mike away from everything else. Yeah. Then everything has to go through uh, Kevin and then Kevin doesn't do the back end stuff. And then always, we got corporate but clients. Then, but then Kevin needs to continue with his music video clients. Yeah. Okay, then boom, I'm in Vietnam. And then now yeah. uh, we have new interns or we have new people, a part of the team. And then boom, now self pirate is all of a sudden <sighs> is just in this middle uh, uh, where we're having... Bigger corporate clients yeah. to pay the bills, yep. and so now the the creative side of things kind of take a back burner, not because we want to, but because there's only so many people. There's only so many people, and we got to pay the bills, yeah. right? So, um, not not to say that we're we're. Um, behind on anything, we're we're on schedule with what we've planned so far for the year. Yeah. Self portraits. There's also let's talk sh- uh, with yeah. my guy Flo Floetic, Edic, who just Floetic. was on Sway in the morning. Sway in the morning, baby. Uh, oh, I'm so proud of Flo, man He's really he's really come up in a long way. And I remember yeah. he was one of my first. He was on that pilot. Oh, show. He, he was the was, first one. Yeah, movie? and he's oh, he's been on Self Portraits. He's, been on, he's been on the podcast. He's family for real. So yeah, he he's to Flo gonna have his own show. Um, here. So his his show. I mean, we started production.
0: Yeah, we did. We did three episodes.
1: We we did three episodes, and yeah. I have to go back and do that. But um, really, we just need to take our time to see what's gonna come out first, what works the best with um, what we're doing right now, and that's not a way to curve everything, and not a fancy way to v- finesse everything, but it's just to see. Um, right now, the podcast is no yeah. is is ongoing so we kind of have a, a system running for that um, the clothes that our new hoodie yeah right just came out so yep. um, we're doing the promotion for that we're also doing the sales for that uh, and right now we're dealing with a lot of corporate clients and if you want to really quickly explain what our corporate clients are oh and how people God. can get in touch with us that's that.
0: that's totally true i mean yeah so we'll do a quick plug, plug here so self so is morphed into and we'll end with this because i know we got to wrap up but self so is has morphed into a, a creative hub, uh, whether that's apparel, whether that's music videos, whether that's events, uh, shooting events, hosting events, yeah. whether that's um, again the podcasts, yep. self-portraits, uh, there's so much that goes into this. And then because we're so well-versed, and these guys have literally been in it for a decade. You might have saw the the Roman numeral X uh, on the back of the hoodies. It's been 10 years in this. These guys are extremely well-versed. You know, they've we've started to attract corporate clients and larger clients that uh, you know that really want us to take on their digital. And whether that means you know. Th- 360 social media management and content or whatever that might mean Uh, Whether that's crafting their promotions and their marketing different campaigns or whether that's just taking care of all their photo uh, And uh, and uh, video that can mean a a ton of things. So we've grown so exponentially that now businesses, you know, want to Hire us to really take care of their digital needs, so that 's another you know way we 're being pulled in right now. so the team is growing I know i 've said it a lot, but the team is growing exponentially you know it seems like I mean since you left, we added two three new three new people yeah we yeah. 've only
1: gone for four uh, weeks you, and- you
0: know, and so we 'll probably add another three in the in the coming weeks or months, um, so things are moving in a crazy, crazy direction. Kevin Hahn's got to step his game up and, and produce 18 things at one time. Yeah. I got to start banging out three podcasts a week and we're just going to we're going to automate it as much as possible, but I'll tell you what, above all that, above being busy and above all that, man this shit is fun.
1: It's fun. We I would not do this a fun. I I don't need this. I don't do this for the money. That's That's for need, sure. That's right? for sure. Because this pays for itself right now. Yeah. Um so yeah, I just want to shout out everybody who's been helping, everybody who's uh, kind of just um lend their talents to us and you know if you want to get down with us just holler right? yeah you know open and the door if you don't then that's cool you know, too that's cool too we'll see you on the other side
0: yeah for sure man yo bro i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to the next uh six
1: months man buckle up my okay. guy check in again.